0: I ain't the kind of weary type But enough of mine to find I tried that life but said goodbye Ho yo ho, a pirate's life for me. Sup everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host, Webby. Join me tonight. We got Rob.
1: Hey everybody, it's Rob.
0: Hey, we got Donnie. Arr. Arr. You know Donnie. Yeah, I do. I had a joke that I told Rob before, and we he even he just was like, Oh God. And I don't remember it now. Oh well. But it was a pirate one.
1: It was why does it take pirates years to learn the alphabet or something like that?
0: Oh yeah, because they always get stuck on the sea.
1: And we spend years on the sea, I think. It oh, was.
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway, this week we're going to be talking about. Netflix's live action adaptation of the animated, uh, uh, wow, I'm having a brain fart of what they're called. Uh, one, one piece. Yeah, no, I know it's called one piece, but what the hell? Uh, manga. Yeah. That's the book version of it, right? Wow. Manga is basically the comic. Anime? Anime. That's the word oh, I was yeah. looking for. Wow, my brain just literally <laughs> shut off. Listen, it's 4.30 in the morning. I'm usually not awake right now. True. Uh, anime. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, the Netflix adaptation of the popular anime One Piece. Now, Donnie. Hmm? You had told me at one point that there, as far as animes go, there are three major animes. Correct? Or how did you word it?
2: Um, they are called the Big Three.
0: The, the Big Three. I know One Piece is one of them. I think you said maybe Bleach was another one? Yep. And then I'm guessing, and Dragon Ball Z was the third one, or Dragon Ball. Well, was it Naruto?
2: I don't know the order in which they were added. There were three originals, and then the fourth was added, and that would include Naruto, Bleach, One Piece. But now with the new generation having so many good anime, yeah, it's probably like the Big Seven or so, because you got like your your Jujutsu Kaisens and My Hero Academia, right? Like
0: now. How long has One Piece been out as an anime? Oh, I mean, obviously the manga's been out longer. I'm guessing, because again, the manga's like a comic book, you know, essentially, and then they usually turn those into the animes afterwards.
2: Trying to trying to Google it, but I'm not sure. Like, when did the first one?
1: Oh, by the way, I know we're kind of skipping ahead a little bit with this, but I didn't know if either of you knew. But that guy that we were like, who the hell is that that was with Garp all the time? Apparently his name is Bogard.
0: Oh. Oh, that makes sense, actually. Uh the the inspector looking dude who's always yeah. wearing like the, the trench coat and the, the, the top hat or the, the fedora looking mm-hmm. hat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't
2: remember him from the anime at all.
0: I don't think... Actually, I don't remember him from the anime now, either. Although, I haven't seen Garp too often in the anime yet.
2: He's pretty awesome. He's always
0: awesome. So, I will say... 1999. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's definitely old. That's the anime. Yeah, it's definitely old, but I mean, it's not... I wouldn't say it's like crazy old. I I feel like Dragon Ball was older than that. Uh, but um So there's going to be two, so two things that two two specific points I want to point out. And one of them you, you know, it's purely my objective opi- my opinion 86. on this. 96
2: 86
0: 86 was Dragon Ball?
2: Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z.
0: Right. But still, I mean, damn. Yep, older than I am. Sadly, not me. Uh, um, so, two things. One's a personal opinion, but for people who watch anime and who have watched a lot of, like, the live-action adaptations of animes, or even live-action adaptations of comic books and video games and stuff... Mainly video games, I guess. I'm gonna say One Piece happens to be, in my opinion, one that they knocked out of the park. I think the, the I think the anime is fantastic. Um, I really don't have any gripes about it. Now, I have tried watching some of the live action anime adaptations before. Like, I I attempted to watch Death Note. I've only seen a few. Um, Maybe like six or seven episodes of the actual anime, and then when I tried watching the, the live action, I just could not get into the live action. Um, I did not think it was good, and uh, <laughs> um, but I, I, I do think, and this brings me to my second point I think I did this completely ass backwards, and I'm kind of happy that I did. Uh, because like you guys started watching the anime and then the live action came out. Yep. Now I had watched like one or two episodes of the anime and then I got sidetracked and then I never came back to it until one day when I hopped into a call with you guys and you were in the middle of watching an episode and I just started watching that episode with you guys. And uh, mainly because I just wanted like the background noise on my second monitor or whatever, and uh, then we jumped into the live action. We watched. We started watching the live action together. So I actually watched the entirety of the live action one, essentially. Well, not the whole thing. I was. I watched the live action one first, technically, and then I started watching the anime in conjunction with it. And I liked seeing the differences in the anime versus the live action. Plus going into the anime, it gave me like, Oh, that's so-and-so or that's so-and-so because I can, you know, I, I just knew who they were from the live action. One. And, uh, I don't know. Now that I've watched the live action one with you guys, I'm, uh, I'm now on episode ninety of the anime. Nice. Nice. So I do I feel like I'm I haven't actually watched some in the last couple of days really. I watched one or two episodes this morning, but uh I do feel like I'm I'm at I'm at least closing the gap a little bit with wherever you guys are.
2: I am currently checking.
0: Father.
1: What?
2: Is that playing through? Yeah. yeah. Why does my thing do this? <laughs> uh, we are on episode 128.
0: Okay. So I'm only like, I'll round that up to 30. I'm like 40 episodes behind you guys now.
2: That's crazy.
0: So. um, I do like the their new addition to the boat. They just got their doctor. <laughs> I will say. But that's the anime. We're here to talk about the live action. I'm getting sidetracked now <laughs> uh, this has quickly become one of my like one of my favorite animes um, and I gotta I gotta give a great shout out he hasn't been on the on the show in a while yeah, he's been busy with life stuff, but I gotta give credit where credit is due devin, who had the whole segment to begin with to get me to even start watching anime and it was kind of a way to see how well he could gauge my anime interests. Um, You know, I've watched quite a few shit shows, and like, I just the ones that I just knew, okay, I'm not going to get into it. And uh, there were a couple hidden gems in there that I really, really enjoyed, and then Donnie introduced me to one of my favorites, and then, then this kind of just kind of fell in my lap as one of my favorites too. So... Uh I don't know. Um anyway, so one piece At this point I don't know if
2: you even know what your favorite is cuz I know two I'm of them that just, you might not be able to choose between.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a tough one. You know, because Don Machi has a great premise and there's there's bits and pieces that I really love about that that I've taken and put into my D&D world because I love it so much. Rising of the Shield Hero, fantastic show. I fucking love that show. Uh so much so that there have been things that I've taken from that show and put into my D D world. I do take things from things that I love. I, I, I borrow inspiration. Sometimes I straight up take stuff. Um and then the slime show. Uh so I got reincarnated as a slime, I think is the name of it. Yep. Or that time I got reincarnated time. as a slime. Yes, oh, I love that character. Uh
1: that's what the they teased
2: he's gonna look like. I love uh, that. I like that better than I like the animated version.
0: Um but yeah, the slime show. Fucking loved slime show. Yeah uh, and, and now I got into one piece and it's just like, God damn, I love these characters. And and you know, I try until
2: I get you to watch Jobless Reincarnation.
0: Oh yeah, hey, and the thing is, is, like, I I can't even really give you any, like, definitive, like, examples as to why I love One Piece so much or, or, you know, why I'm really enjoying it. Like, I can give you some really, like, generalized statements, but, like, I don't know. There's just something about the show. Um so the live-action One Piece show came out what this year? It just yep. recently came out, actually, right?
2: Yeah, we binged it pretty quick.
0: Okay. Uh, how many episodes are there? I'm, I'm guessing eight. Uh, eight, or, eight, 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 or eight or ten is usually Netflix's. Uh, the series
2: premiered August thirty first. Okay. Uh, there are eight
0: episodes. Yeah. Um. So, essentially, One Piece follows the story of the the main protagonist, Monkey D. Luffy, and his desire, his dream, and his voyage to becoming the pirate king, uh, or the king of pirates... Um, and all of the crazy ass shenanigans that comes with that. Uh, now, in this world, there are things called devil fruits, and we find out, you know, Monkey D. Luffy he ends up, or Luffy he ends up eating one. Um, you tell, you can tell he's special right away. You know, he has, he essentially turns into Stretch Armstrong. Um, or he's a Mr. rubber man, Mister Fantastic. Yeah, he's he's essentially he's a rubber man. Um, so then, as you can imagine, you end up running into other people, other pirates. And there's two main factions. I'm going to say there's pirates and marines, and then common folk. You know, um, and the marines are constantly trying to hunt down the pirates, and you're going to run into, I don't, are there Marines who have eaten devil fruit? I don't, not in the live action that I know of. I'm, I, I keep trying to make there, sure. That there I'm are Marines.
1: About... You should have passed one when they went over the.
0: I'm trying to uh, stick to just the mountain. live action, though. Oh, in live
2: action, I don't know if they introduced. No, Smoker wasn't in the live yeah, action. He wasn't. No.
1: But in the anime, yeah, there are, Yeah, there's smoker, yeah. for one. <laughs>
0: um, so anyway, these devil fruits, if you eat one, you gain special, unique qualities, like Luffy turns into a rubber man. But there is a trade-off to this. You lose your ability to swim and water, or is it specifically salt water or just all water?
2: And salt water, you lose your ability to swim and you are severely weakened.
0: Okay, but in regular water, you're not.
2: I, I don't think first water. I mean, yeah,
0: I mean it makes sense because you can drink water. Otherwise, drinking water would, I'm um, surely, would kill people. <laughs> Eat mm. devil fruits. Um, okay, so in salt water, you lose your ability to swim, and it severely weakens you. Which is kind of a shit thing for pirates to have, you would think. Yeah, but a lot of some of these fruits, a lot of these, a lot of these pirates have some of these fruits. But the thing is, and I've asked, you know, I remember watching the live action and asking Rob and Donnie because they they're ahead of me on the anime. I'm like, does this guy have a pirate? Does this guy have a devil fruit power? And they're just like, Nah, he's just fucking strong. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so like it is one of those shows where you run into like these crazy, powerful people like in typical anime who actually don't have these devil fruit powers. But when you run into somebody who has a devil fruit power, it's usually pretty obvious. Um, Like Buggy, who's one of <laughs> who's one of my favorite antagonists. Um, I just I love hating that person. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so along his voyage, he ends up picking up friends and making them part of his crew or just kind of like, he almost browbeats them and just says that they're part of his crew for so many, like for so long that they just kind of become part of his crew. Um, What the hell are you posting in here now?
2: What Nico Robin?
0: Oh, okay.
2: Is <laughs> that Nico Robin? Just... Silly.
0: Um. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Yeah. I. I'm. I'm. Now my brain is shut off. Now I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I was talking about.
2: I sent a gif of Jamie Lee Curtis doing a
0: weird dance. Yeah. Um. Why you know, Donnie? Because you're the one who you know. What's up, man? What do you need, buddy? Got got me into One Piece. Why why don't you talk a little bit about it?
2: Uh, where do we start?
0: Fucking anywhere you want, buddy. I just I essentially just said that there's some devil fruit shit, and that you you know Luffy's on a quest to become king of the pirates.
2: He sure is, and he'll tell anyone that asks about it.
0: That is true, he definitely does not
2: it does not matter who you are. You could be the current king of the pirates, and he would tell you that no, there isn't one, but
0: right yeah. uh and he definitely does not keep his mouth shut when like I don't think he understands like some social cues, like when he should keep his mouth shut, he just and he's so carefree
2: he was raised very differently, yeah. Um, he is very much not normal when it comes to things like that. He will speak what's on his mind. He doesn't like the norm usually.
0: Yeah. <coughs> now, uh, of the crew that we find th- in the live action, mm-hmm. uh, why don't you go through some of the crewmates and 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 what sp- you know, specialty roles or or whatnot there are. Amongst them.
2: Okay. Alright. Captain, we have Monkey D. Luffy, played by, and I'm going to butcher the name, so I apologize. Is it Inyaki Godoy? Or is it an Inaki? I
0: mean, Inyaki
2: sounds...
1: Uh, he's got the weird accent over the end in his name, which I don't know how you're supposed to sound that out.
2: Yeah, so my apologies <laughs> there. love the actor. I'm going to be honest with you guys. When I saw the poster in the trailer and I saw him, I was like, that's not my Luffy.
0: But he grew I mean, on did you, didn't real? he?
2: He absolutely nailed it you know because absolutely
0: you know what donnie and rob hmm? when, when i jumped in on the episode that you guys were watching you guys hmm? were like mid-episode a certain character came across on the screen and i instantly was like i fucking hate this guy
2: <laughs> he, he's who, now one of your favorites
0: who, who was that character Oh, that would be Sanji. Sanji. Yeah, it was Sanji. And he did very quickly become one of my favorite characters.
2: He's an abrasive, woman-loving, yet charming master chef who is a practitioner of martial arts primarily using his legs. Taught to him by his mentor and head chef, Zeph.
0: Yeah. What'd they call him? Red boot? Or red...
2: Yeah. I think I'm Red... Zeph. Red Red leg or red boot. Yeah and then they call Sanji black leg like sanji cuz he's always wearing a black suit.
0: Yeah. Do they do they actually call him that?
2: Later on, yeah, oh. but yeah, it's a, it's a bit it's assumed that they've always called him.
0: But yeah, that's the, <coughs> that's that's the last person that they get for their for their crew in the live action, right?
2: Yeah, thanks. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Usopp okay. was there. So yeah.
0: All right. So, why don't you why don't you give us in order who 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 becomes crew members?
2: All right. First mate and the first, obviously, first is uh, Roranora Zoro. Uh, his name is his actor is MacKenyue. He's an accomplished swordmaster and bounty hunter. Who he's actually a pirate hunter. who uses the art of three sword style. He aims to become the world's greatest swordsman. This is my favorite character in the show. And
0: okay. Now, for the <coughs> listeners out there, if you can't imagine this, Donnie, paint a small little picture of what three-sword style is.
2: Um, one in each hand and one in your mouth.
0: Yep.
1: Sounds ridiculous. Sometimes it looks on, ridiculous, but for the most the part, handle. they made it work.
0: Yep, just biting down on the handle. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I should say held sideways in the mouth, not like pointing forward yeah, with your yeah. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Second, yeah, yeah. Otherwise exactly there might actually. be some issues.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um All right, who's next?
2: That's Usopp, right, Rob?
0: No.
1: Mm, well, technically Nami, but I would argue that she leaves s- Technically, she's like the last one really to join the crew. She's only pretending to be part of the crew at the first, but she would be the second one to join.
2: Okay, so Nami would be second, uh, played by Emily Rudd. You may keep reading these little descriptions.
0: Oh, you can sure, yeah.
2: These are all coming from the Wikipedia. Uh, and an enigma- enigmatic thief who hides her past behind an aggressive, indifferent in search of a map. To Grand Line, where the One Piece is strongly rumored to be. Taking it upon herself to navigate and map out the entire world.
1: See, they all have really big goals.
0: Yeah, dreams. Yeah, we
1: should, Did we explain that the One Piece is a treasure? That, oh no, we did not. Yeah, yeah. Well, so the we, title we, of the show. Well,
0: yeah. Well, let, let's get through the. Let's get through the crew since we're already halfway let, through the crew, real quick, and then we'll okay. we'll jump back to why they're on the search for the Grand Line and stuff. There's only two more crew members. I just want to finish up the crew so we're not bouncing around that much. You know what, Rob? Why don't you tell us about the third, fourth member, rather? No. Yes.
1: So, the One Piece is...
0: motherfucker. Fine. Donnie, continue with the fourth member, and Rob can describe what the One Piece is afterwards. Did we lose Donnie? I don't know. Mother trucker.
1: So fine. It's Jacob Romero Gibson as Usopp, who is a boisterous yet noble to a fault, his friends and allies of oh, his friends and allies. Usopp specializes in markmanship, cunning, and invention. He ten- intends to be a brave, famous warrior of the sea, recognized by his infamous pirate father, Yasop he uses the slingshot and he has many different bullets kind of like hawkeye i guess
0: yeah and he's a he's a he is a super big coward until he is like until he works himself up to being courageous i guess like he always ends up being a coward but then he always has this courageous moment in in each instance of being a coward i guess Mm. which i think is a, a unique quality like i I think it's a it's a it's an interesting quality for the character uh and then lastly is sanji the chef um who just wants to be a master chef and he's essentially looking for a thing called the all blue where all of the different oceans because there's four different quadrants of oceans come and meet together and you can find fish and and Animals and stuff from all the various seas, supposedly. Uh, so yeah, but that's um, so that's the that's mainly the crew in that, or that is the crew for the live action show.
1: Yeah. Did you want to go over why each of them joined the crew because we said what they're looking for, but not why they're joining Luffy?
0: Um. Sure. I don't really know why Zoro chose to follow Luffy. I just know at some point Zoro is just like, "You know what? Luffy's the man and I'm I'm going to I'm going to be extremely loyal to him no matter what." And I know um, Nami joined because Luffy stood up for her against the fucking swordfish guy.
1: Yeah. Uh Zoro joined because Zoro had basically taken the blame for the son of one of the marine captains was like harassing people and he basically was like beat him up uh, and sent him packing but then he was like you know my dad will take it out on the people here or whatever so he basically gave himself up. So that they wouldn't, uh, and he was supposed to be like, like last a week and tied up in the yard. And if he could, he was supposed to be set free. Then while he was tied up, basically he learned that they weren't going to set him free. Like he was maybe just going to keep him there until he died. So then Luffy came along trying to break in to steal the map and happened to see him and was talking to him. And then he's like, because he was a pirate hunter. That's how he made money, like hunting pirates and getting the rewards for them but so Luffy was like oh, I'm a pirate but I'm going to set you free or whatever so he, uh yeah cuz ends up pirate. setting him free yeah uh so that's why he originally went with him basically
0: okay uh nami was because because he helped save the village and he Yeah he well didn't purely that was why nami, she right
1: yeah that was why she Truly joined, but it be, in the beginning. She joined because she was looking for the map, right? And Luffy was trying to steal it too, so they had to work together to get the the chest it was in out of the place. So she like went with him to to get the basically to steal the map from him originally, right? And then bring it to her boss, quote unquote. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, what about Usopp?
1: Uh, so Usopp was a liar. He told. A bunch of people that pirates are coming all the time. Uh oh yeah. So well, are do you want to say that, Donnie? Why he why Azoro ended up eventually really joining?
0: No, that, why? Was, uh, that was gonna be one of my next questions to Donnie after you after you finished describing these.
1: Alright. So Usopp, like I said, he was a liar in his village. He kept always told people pirates are coming, mostly because he his father was a pirate which he knew and he was always wanted his father to come back for him. So he would always like run to the village and say, the pirates are coming. The pirates are coming. Uh, and of course it was like the, the boy of cried wolf. So eventually like pirates actually were there. No one believed him uh, except for Luffy. And them, cause they came to, to find a ship cause they only had like, they had two small boats. They were traveling in Nami was in one and the other two were in the other. Uh, So they came to this place to try and get a ship because it was a shit building town and they run into Usopp and he tells them that like his friend who is like basically the owner of the island might be able to give them a ship if they ask for it. So he goes because it's her birthday, I think, and he brings her a gift. So she invites them all to dinner. Uh, and then they uncover a plot that the people like her butler or the person that's been caring for her since her parents died is trying to kill her to take over the ship building business for himself. Uh, so they kill the shipwright guy and it gets killed and then there's a big fight and they end up saving the girl and she gives them the ship. Uh, it has a name. I don't remember what the name of it is.
0: Uh, the. Uh... Crap. Crap. It, I I had this a second ago. Uh, the Mary Lightly. The what?
1: The Mary Le- Mary Go Lightly or something like that.
0: No, it, uh, shit. It, I think it is the Going Mary.
1: The Going Mary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that was the name of the shipwright guy that died, with Mary. So that's why yeah. they named it after him. Yeah. But the ship is called the Going Mary. It has a big ram's head on the front, like a fluffy smiley ram's head. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and Luffy (laughs) fell in love with this ship the second he saw it.
1: Yeah. Uh, So then they invite Usopp to go to have, like, actual real... Oh, because I forgot to mention that the, the girl, he used to tell her stories about, like, his adventures of being on the sea and being a pirate. And obviously she knew he was making it up. So they're like, why don't you come with us and make up, like, have real stories to come back and tell her about. Yeah. So he was like, he decided to go with them.
0: Yeah. Uh and then Sanji joined shit. In the live action one. Didn't Sanji join because Zeph pretty much told him he didn't need him there? I I know he was like pretty hard about it to get Sanji to leave, but that's just how they were Mm -hmm. with each other, so they both kinda knew. Mm -hmm. Um because Zeph was essentially like a father figure to Sanji um yeah.
1: he saved and, his life with the when his other ship was sunk in the sea
0: right and they both yeah. shared at you know they both shared the same dream because Zeph also believed in the all blue and he was looking mm. for it but now you know his dream he's gotten to the age now where he you know He's just running this pirate, you know, this, this, this floating restaurant. And, uh, you know, he, he wants Sanji to not feel stuck there. You know, he Hmm. has this, he has this, this, this group of people who are extraordinary, who are going on this adventure and he wants Sanji to not just piss away his dream by working at this restaurant his whole life, like he, like he's doing currently. So he pretty much acts like a dickhead and fucking fires Sanji, essentially, and Sanji ends up joining Luffy's crew. Um, Donnie. Yo. What was the moment, like, the, the turning point for Zoro that really like cemented his, his friendship, his loyalty and whatnot to Luffy.
1: Like it turned um, from
0: it turned from being, you know, I'm just here for the ride to he is, you know, I'm following you no matter what.
2: Yeah, uh well I would I would simplify him joining Luffy by just that Luffy basically saved his life from being executed, but uh like it just that just kind of made him feel like he owed him that. But I think the big point was after he fought Mihawk. Is that what you're thinking?
0: I mean, maybe.
2: <coughs> he's kind of he's laying on the ground, kind of messed up. And basically, it's just like you're going to be the king of the pirates you deserve nothing less than the best swordsman. And I just lost he said, I'll never lose again. And like, it was just like a really big emotional scene. He's holding a sword up bleeding on the ground, making this oath to his captain. Pretty I'll, cool. You know,
0: I, I think, part, <coughs> I think part of it too, is because like, even though he just, you know, lost to the Mihawk and all this other stuff, like Luffy never gives up on other people's dreams. Like he, he, he will push them and, and oh, he'll encourage. hit you in
2: your mouth if you start talking down about somebody's dreams yeah like he'll just straight up pop you one but like yeah. he'll,
0: he will if you have a dream and he likes you he's going to encourage you non-stop to pursue and achieve your dream and he will truly believe in you that you that you will you know he, he is just the most optimistic person. You know, nothing really gets him down. Um, like, I definitely think that the moment that Nami decided, plain and simple, that she was now going to be the on, on the crew, was when he put his hat on her head.
2: Yeah, that was huge. You know, because... That's, that's one of my favorite, like, top three scenes, scenes from the entire anime. Yeah,
0: Sam.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I, for Zoro, I think it was mostly because Luffy, like, because Nami asks, are you going to stop him? He's just going to get himself killed. And he's like, and Luffy says, no, this is his dream. I would never stand in the way of that, whether yeah. he dies or not. And I yeah, think that's that was, what, like, yeah. cemented in Zoro's mind. He's going to let me do this right. no matter what it takes kind of thing. Yeah. And then, And then he's there, like, basically trying to nurse him back to health after he almost dies. R- right, yeah.
0: Um now this this is gonna be a two part thing. So Rob, why don't you describe Gold D. Roger, pretty much like the opening scene of the anime, slash show. So Gold D. Roger, who he is and what he said about the One Piece and what the One Piece is, supposedly.
1: Yeah, so it op- the the whole show opens with him being dragged up on stage with a bunch of marines uh he says that he like he he was king of the pirates at the time um he tells the crowd that he's hidden his whole basically horde uh and he calls it the one piece and he like challenges them he says it's out there on the grand line go and find it uh and then they they basically stab him in the back with spears uh and then it causes like, a big, like, basic rush. Everyone starts rushing out of the plaza to go, like, start searching for this. And then, like, because that was years ago. So now people have been searching for the One Piece for years, up and down the Grand Line.
0: Right. Now, why don't you describe what the Grand Line is?
1: Uh, Well, the Grand Line is... It's supposed to be where all four oceans meet, I guess, which I don't know why that's not the all blue two. Well, no, the
0: grand line is the line that goes, I believe, horizontally. It's like it's like I don't know. Maybe I'm not actually
1: sure. Maybe it's the equator. I have no idea. It's very weirdly drawn. on like because it like it's supposed to be, but it's ocean, but it's also like drawn over land. Like, I I don't know.
0: Because there's also, I believe they call it the Red Line, which just goes from north to south.
1: Right. Yeah, so, I'm not Donnie, I'm not sure. about, Donnie might you? be better at describing what the Grand Line actually is, because yeah. I am not sure.
0: Let's, let's, let's go to uh, the, the the man who, who got us both into this show to begin with.
2: I hate to disappoint.
0: You don't know what it is?
2: The ge- I'm looking at a map and the geography of this world, and it's just basically the Grand Line... And that's all I've got to say about that.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, you have four different oceans. You have the... the fuck. Was it the...
1: East Blue is where they start.
0: Yeah, the East Blue, the West Blue, the North Blue, and the South Blue. Yes. Okay, those are your four major oceans. And then I believe you have the... I think they called it the Red Line, which is a strip of like land that goes north to south.
2: Yeah, the Red Line is a continent right? that basically divides the whole globe in half.
0: Right. And then the Grand Line is a strip of water, right?
2: It's a strip of water that,
0: that goes the, the, the opposite, opposite
2: direction. direction. Yeah, and where that meets the Red Line is basically a mountain with rivers flowing up it. And it's basically the only way for them to get across
1: and into the other part. Right. <coughs> yeah, but like if the grand that's what part I don't understand, like they're already could be in part of the grand line. On the, why did they have to go over the mountains? Like because part of the grand line is in the east blue on this map. So why didn't they just start there since they were already in the east blue? Like, I mean, I, I'm
0: sure
2: someone either. who knows
1: the show better would have <laughs> well, an answer for that. But
0: well. I just.
2: I know there's a reason but I don't know. This I know
0: I know what the reason is in the anime. But I don't think that they've gotten there in the live action show. In the anime it's that it's that it's the two white uh the two light blue strips around the grand line. Because remember when you go there, there is no wind. There oh that's no the calm belt. There. Yeah, the calm belt. And that's where all the massive fucking sea creatures live.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: All of the massive sea monsters and stuff. And like your boat will just stop moving. There's no current, there's no there's no wind, nothing. Mm. So like it's it's almost impossible to to navigate a boat through that area, which is why they have to go to the mountain range, and then up, and then down into...
1: Well, see, like, I see that it brings you to half of the Grand Line. You can get there through the mountain, but what about the other side? There doesn't look like there seems... doesn't look like there's any way to get to the other side of the Grand... or the... yeah, the Grand Line.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because it looks like you can only get to the... the... east side of the grand Line I guess um, but uh,
2: yeah I'm not an expert on this
0: yeah it it is a little complicated but there uh, I mean essentially so that's what they're looking for is this this one piece which is this massive treasure. From the former pirate king, and whoever presumably whoever finds the One Piece will become king of the pirates. Um, I keep telling Donnie because I have no idea. Be mainly because I know that the creator and the writer of the story hasn't even really written it yet. Um, either that or like he. It's one of those things where he's keeping that particular thing really close to his chest until he wants to release it, you know what I mean? Um, So nobody knows what the One Piece is, specifically. And I keep telling Donnie that even though I think it's going to be a fucking cop-out, I think the One Piece is the friendships you made along the journey. No, boy. Just, I think that people will riot like in that. the
2: streets if that's how it ends it, after this. But bomb. doesn't it? But, but
0: doesn't it just feel like it's that type yeah. of thing? Yeah. You know, because you have all these people with different background stories who come together and become like really close knit friends. And Donnie, did you ever did you ever watch Frasier?
1: No. Uh, I did. I did, and there's a there, there's there's a, a Twitter account called D D frazier where he's playing with like the other characters in the show and it's funny and one, it reminded me of this because like one of them is is he's like and you re- you after learning the mystery of the temple you return home blah 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 and the dad's like wait where's my freaking treasure and he's like is that all that matters to you you just played through a, a wonderful story and all you care about is imaginary gold and he's like hell yeah i do it's like, what's the point of playing if you're not going to get booty or whatever? And he's like, <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot. The true tragedy of the narrative of Romeo and Juliet is that she just dropped one non-magical dagger.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: Is that not it?
0: God damn it. Oh, shit. Um. Okay, so live at... <laughs> God damn. Live action <laughs> one piece. Uh I I mean that's that's I mean we've already gone over the cast and some of the you know the reasons why they joined. You want to tell them
2: about Buggy?
0: Okay. I I will okay. Buggy is another pirate. Again, there's a lot of different pirate crews in this in this show. Buggy is a clown. Uh He also ate a devil fruit called... It's the chop-chop fruit. Yup. It makes him immune to slashing damage. Slashing or piercing? I think it's slashing.
2: I would call it slashing. He can't be... Like, swords can't harm him.
0: Yeah. And essentially, he can disconnect parts of his body into several different pieces. And then they float around as long as they're within a certain range, I guess, of his feet. Uh, or his head. Or, I don't remember. He,
1: he's the only other Devil Fruit user we've come across in live action, isn't he? Like, just him and, and Luffy, right?
0: Um, possibly. Yeah. I mean, technically.
2: I mean, technically, you see Mihawk fight another one.
0: That guy was a Devil Fruit user for
2: like five seconds. You know, technically, I'm just saying you don't even really get to see that he is one.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know he was one. I thought he I'm was pretty just, sure he was. I thought he was just like a really powerful pirate.
2: I could be wrong.
0: Like even in the even in the anime, I thought he was just a super powerful pirate. Who he might have like just like been an a, arsenal of shit. Yeah,
2: just like an artificer.
0: Yeah. Now yeah, I will say, yeah. technically, you have seen another devil fruit user in the show in the live action. Just they haven't had the devil fruit yet. If I'm understanding this correctly. because in the anime they look a lot different after they've had their devil Oh attack. yeah.
2: Yeah, you see Crocodile in the beginning.
0: Wait, you see Crocodile? Who?
2: Yeah. Crocodile's in the beginning scene of in the crowd.
0: I was talking about the the girl that they got Kobe from. Didn't she that eat the, didn't she eat the like the smooth smooth fruit or some shit? yep or whatever she it's eventually be- she eventually yeah, becomes
1: one she but like where we've seen her she wasn't she hadn't used it yet
0: right but i' I'm, I'm just saying she is a devil fruit she does eventually so technically you have met another person they just haven't mm. used it yet in the last yeah, in that
2: opening show. in that opening scene you see uh a younger buggy and crocodile in the crowd when roger's being
0: I'll have to rewatch the opening scene for that. <coughs> Cause don't you also see um, Shanks? Is he there? Yeah, y-
2: younger Shanks. Yeah. Yeah, younger Shanks and Buggy were.
0: Because I know they I zoom know in on them, like really. they zoom in on like four or five different people, right? They like when as yeah. they're scanning the crowd, they kind of like stop on four or five different people.
2: Yeah, Rob, you remember what's drastically different about Crocodile?
1: Uh, I don't remember seeing him in the beginning of the live action.
0: I haven't. I don't think I've met him yet in the
2: no. have is pretty. You're gonna like crocodile, I bet. Yeah. You're not gonna like him, but you're gonna like his ability. All
0: right. Um. So yeah, I mean that's essentially the One Piece live action show. I think, especially for the crazy special effects that they had to do because of how crazy the anime is. I think they did a phenomenal job. Probably. I think they did a great job casting all the characters. I even think they did a phenomenal job. Now, granted, I forget, I th- oh, Arlong is the fish guy's name? In the mm, live-action yeah, show, yeah. I, I feel like they made him a bit on the short side, but he was, like, bulky, like, muscular. Whereas in the show they made him muscular, but they they made him seem like he's fucking like eight feet tall, like he's super yeah, he's, tall, he's pretty big. Yeah. Um, but even then, like just the actor himself, you know, with with all the prosthetics and stuff, still looked and sounded like Arlong from the from the show, you know, from the actual anime. And uh, you know, even with even with the changes that they made, um, you know. I don't know how you described it before, Donnie, but I think you said it best. Where it's like they change it, for, like from the anime to the live action, they've changed things, but like it doesn't take away from the story enough to really like bring down how you feel about it or whatever.
1: Right, I think they nailed it. You know, uh, I looked it up, and Don Krieg. Is his name, and he does not have devil fruit powers. Okay, so he's just badass. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm really glad that in the live action version they didn't have that stupid guy with the big shields. In the anime, yeah. I hated yeah. that guy so much. <laughs> Who like? I am a little sad
2: <laughs> that the hypnotist wasn't in it. I would yeah. have liked to have seen what he, his rage. His, I would have
1: liked to have seen this guy play Luffy enraged like that. Yeah. For f- the future, I hope to have that little girl that was painting things on Luffy because that was great. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, with the guy with the snow and stuff.
1: The wax, but yeah.
0: Oh wax, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I just I, I think they did a, a, just a really good job with this with this live action thing. Uh, what other live action adaptations of animes have they made? I, I know I mentioned Death Note earlier.
2: I don't know about series. I know there were some movies. There was a Bleach movie. A, <clears throat> excuse me, a Tokyo Ghoul movie. Which, if you're really into the shows, you're gonna you can appreciate just seeing some of that. But they weren't very good movies.
1: Last Airbender.
0: Oh God Dragon
1: Ball Z uh. yeah
0: Dragon uh. let's just say that anime adaptations, whether they be shows or movies, have have the standing of of you know similar to video game adaptation movies where majority of them are not good. Some of them you can appreciate if you really have a love for the source material. But then, you know, one out of a dozen seems to come along and really shine through, and I feel like that's one piece for anime. Um
1: Yeah. Um, um speaking of this is kind of the opposite and it has nothing to do with one piece. But Netflix is turning a bunch of things into animes. So, Hello? uh, yeah, uh, there's Captain Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon remix. There's Tomb Raider, The Legends of Lara Croft. There's Devil May Cry, and Scott Pilgrim Takes Off.
0: I knew oh. about the Scott Pilgrim one. I'm actually kind of excited about the Devil May Cry one.
2: That's the two I'm interested in.
0: Because <clears throat> I really enjoyed the Devil May Cry games. Um, so okay, going around the table, Donnie, you already said your favorite character is R- Zoro. Rob, yeah, who's your favorite? in the live
2: action, I'd say Buggy's a really close second. Okay, but yeah, uh,
0: Rob, who's your favorite character? Luffy. Luffy. So here's here's what I'm gonna say because I also think Luffy's my favorite character. Um. Now, I had a conversation with, I believe, Donnie and Clay, where Clay Clay made a point, and it's usually, I you know, usually I agree with him. I, I, normally, I would not choose the main protagonist as a favorite character, just because normally they're supposed to... On principle to be, alone, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, normally they're supposed to be, they're made to supposed to be your favorite. Um... But goddamn, Luffy is just so optimistic. He just... There's so many qualities about him that you can't not like the character. Like, it just shines through so much. Um, As far as the live-action... Specifically the live-action thing, I will say... if If I was not going to... Like, if you took Luffy out of the equation... Oh man.
2: I think it's buggy for you if you're asking me.
0: Yeah, I I mean I do like buggy. I like to hate buggy though. That's the problem.
2: That's good. That yeah. you're supposed to. The actor nailed it. Yeah. So fucking good. Flashily. I
0: yeah, I'd I'd have to say it's probably it, it it's it's buggy or Nami. I like Naomi because, I don't know, I'm partial to thieves, you know, that, that kind of thing. <sighs> um, I'm going to guess that everybody would recommend this show to other people.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Uh,
0: now, uh, do you recommend that they watch the anime first or live action first? Or do you think that that doesn't, that doesn't really matter, either one? Like I said, I kind of started watching... I I watched the live-action one first, and, like, it got me really... I feel like it got me to appreciate the anime enough to really stick with the anime and give it a good go. Because normally I'm very hard-pressed to like anime.
2: There aren't a lot of people that are going to say how many episodes there are, and when you tell them there's over a thousand... Yeah. Like, that's the anime. Right. So if you're not the type that could do that... I would suggest the live action from majority of people for that reason,
1: and it's sad because the anime is great. I don't. Buy it. Also, you don't have to watch the whole anime too. You could just watch some of it and then be like, "I'm done." Right. But anyway, uh, but I would say it doesn't matter really which one you watch first. I don't think. But if you do watch the anime first, you will be surprised at how well they adapted adapted the the live action to it. It's like wow. Yeah, yeah. I think there are
2: perks to. But starting with either, like, because yeah. if you watch live action first, stuff is enhanced in the anime that you yeah. can't do live action. A lot of things are enhanced.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: you definitely see better showings from Luffy in the anime, I think.
0: And do you, now, last question that I have <coughs> really is, do you think that people who watch, say they, they say they're only going to watch the live action one? for as long as the live action one runs for do you think that they are that the that, that the live action one is good enough so far with explaining the story and everything that they wouldn't need to watch the anime to get references or to to understand certain points you know what i mean so far I know they're not yeah. very far into the show using the live action for, for the eight episodes. but For the parts
2: of One Piece they've covered in the live action season one are good, but I've got to see how they handle things like Smoker. Right. Like, if they don't handle that well or they cut them out completely because that was done, then there are going to be things like that or just, that are just missing. Yeah. Like there's a lot of effects that I just got to see how they handle it so far they've they've earned my my faith, I think. yep, but like how are they going to do Chopper like I know they there's pictures out there, but how how well is that going to look on screen and all that?
0: right, yeah, like
1: right. also, listeners for season two, uh, it looks like Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be playing one of the characters, just saying, uh, you know, you like Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: Is that confirmed now?
1: Well, she put out on, because uh, uh, she put out playing that. I don't know if we want to say who it is, but she put out playing that person. She was like, because people were like, you need to play this, blah blah blah. And she put out a picture of her and said, uh, once the writer strike is over, I'll 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 petition to be that person. Uh, she's like, let's yeah. get what we deserve first, and blah blah blah. Right. And then one of the showrunners said, no need to to lobby. She he's like once the writer strikes over, give me a call and we'll we'll talk.
0: Yeah, because I know she had interest in playing that you know that particular character because she is a big fan of One Piece. Uh, Donnie mm-hmm. even she, Donnie sent me a yeah. A well, video. she
1: wanted she mm-hmm. wanted to play Nico Robin, but Debbie she's just too old now to be Nico Robin, mm-hmm. unfortunately.
0: So. Um, all right. Well, I think that's pretty much covered. Unless either of one of you have anything else that you'd like to say or share about the, the One Piece live action show. I think we can pretty much wrap it up. We're about the hour mark. And then we can do uh, Science Corner and get on out of here. I take that silence as a I don't no think point. I have
2: anything for you, bud. I think that's
1: it.
0: All right. Uh, Rob, what do you got for Science Corner this week?
1: So, science corner. Um, NASA is decommissioning the ISS. They're looking for a company that can safely decommission the ISS and drop it into the ocean. One thing I didn't know is that there is a point in the ocean called, uh, where the hell did it go?
0: Oh, really? What's the ISS?
1: International Space Station.
0: Oh, shit, they're tearing that shit down?
1: Yep. Uh... In January of 2031, it's coming down. But they're starting to look for people to, to get it done. And they're just going to dump it in the ocean? Yeah. There is a point in the Pacific Ocean called Point Nemo. Uh, well, it I guess is we an part of the Southern Pacific where spacecraft and satellites go to die. Uh, so apparently Point Nemo is the... It's called the loneliest place on Earth. It's the farthest from any landmass that you can get. On on the entire surface of the Earth. The closest mainland is 1,670 miles away from Point Nemo. How in the fuck are
2: all these activists okay with them dropping that? Holy shit. Uh, yeah. a, space
1: debris, a space debris expert said in 2018 that 250 to 300 spacecraft are believed to be buried in Nemo's waters. Like, I'm not okay with it. How are how are more other people... Oh,
0: man. So, like, my know. question is, okay, they're going to decommission this thing, and they're just going to drop it in the ocean.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why not just, like, attach... I, I don't know the logistics on this, but why not just attach some fucking rockets to it and just have it hurtle out into fucking space?
1: Uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask NASA that... But I assume it's because, like, the more stuff we leave in space, the more debris it leaves behind that we can't account for when we're trying to, like, travel places. Because, like, you could send something out and then it could smash into a piece of the ISS that we didn't realize was there. Because the ISS has had its own problems with the space debris. Let me see here. Uh, Well,
0: then send it right to the sun. Surely the sun would just melt the shit out of that.
1: I think it'd be hard to get it there, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes a lot of fuel to move things just a little bit in space, so it probably just is more cost-effective just to crash into the Earth.
0: But uh... I mean, that is not a small thing.
1: Well, it'll be burned, mostly burnt up by the time it gets to the ocean. Uh
0: They're literally they just going to crash-land it in the ocean? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how, this, how that's okay with people.
2: They let people just go through and just take whatever?
1: Uh, it says, well, the floating structure is vast. Those on board have reported leaks and remain alert for flying space junk. In 2016, one of the lab's windows was hit and the European Space Agency said that the resulting chip in the glass was probably caused by something as unassuming as a flake of paint. Last year, a piece of space junk punctured the station's robotic arm, leaving a small hole, but a big reminder that it is quite vulnerable. The station worsened last year after Russia destroyed a dead satellite with a missile, and create a cloud of hundreds of pieces of debris and forced the astronauts on the station to seek shelter inside the spacecraft, waiting to see if they would have to abandon the station for home. They didn't, but NASA says it has added to the debris problem that will cause more close passes as the station and the debris cloud orbit each other. Last summer, NASA was believed that the ISS's solar array didn't snap off when an errant thruster firing from a newly installed Russian module spun the station upside down before crew could get it back to normal. Uh, NASA is now, so now in place of the International Space Station, which is run by several Earth governments, they're going to turn it over to commercial space industries to create space stations and then just rent space from them.
0: Right. Huh. (laughs)
1: It says, NASA recently awarded contracts worth a combined $415 million to a team led by Blue Origin and Sierra Space, uh, a, a team including Narnox, Voyager Space, and Lockheed Martin, as well as Northrop, to develop their own private space stations. While NASA would not own or operate them, it would use them as a customer and continue to have a place to send astronauts well after the ISS is decommissioned. I guess we're going to have a bunch of space stations. They said probably also for, like, tourists, where you could go and spend a week in space.
0: Oh, my God. If all you very rich. I'm all set. <laughs> I heard the last rich people wanted to take a tour down underwater never came back.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> let alone exactly. space.
1: Well, luckily, you're less likely to be crushed by pressure in space because there's no pressure. <laughs> That's like that joke from Futurama, where they're like they took the spaceship underwater. Under, under uh, I think it was underwater, and she's like, "We're at such and such a depth. Uh, depth. How many uh, atmospheres of pressure do you think this this sh- ship can take?" And he's like, "Well, it's a spaceship, so anywhere between zero and one, and then it immediately gets crushed."
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So. Space station space station is coming down what you said twenty
1: thirty-one? Yep. January twenty thirty one.
0: I wonder if they'll be televised.
1: Probably. I wonder if you'll be able to see it coming down with the naked eye. Like yeah. through the atmosphere. But yeah, Point Nemo. Never heard never knew it existed, but apparently it's a place where they crash all the space junk into the Pacific Ocean.
0: Now what I don't get though is like so here's my question. So you have Point Nemo, which is just the the point in the ocean that is farthest away from any landmass. Mhm. Now, I don't know how close this is to to Point Nemo or whatever, but like the the Mariana's Trench is the deepest section of ocean. I
1: believe that's in the Atlantic Ocean, so it's a completely different ocean.
0: Okay but that is also supposedly the deepest part of the ocean and has not even been thoroughly disliked searched or, or, or like, uh, uh, mm-hmm. investigated or whatnot, explored. Why not crash the shit into that and let it sink into the Marianas Trench?
1: Because it's probably too close to land where if something went wrong, it would like crash into France or something.
0: Huh?
1: I'm assuming that's why they use the furthest part point from land in case their like calculations are off. It'll still land in the ocean, at least.
0: So, you know the no, whole it thing... Is the, it actually
1: is in the Pacific Ocean, so I don't know.
0: So, you know the whole thing with, like, oh, you know, the flapping of a butterfly could cause a fucking tsunami on the other side of the world? What kind mm-hmm. of repercussions does this have?
1: Hmm. That's also made of bullshit, but,
0: yeah. Hey, well, you know, some people believe it.
2: <laughs> hey, Rob, we're <laughs> at in the ocean, be Pacific.
0: Uh, <laughs> what if there's underwater fucking people?
2: What if there are underwater vampires that use it and build a fortress down yeah, there? Yeah,
0: and they use all of our fucking spaceship shit to fucking build stuff. <laughs> God damn! I, I, I really just really want to know,
2: like, who's been stealing my socks?
0: I think it's just a bad idea. Never mind your socks. Who steals your cheese all the time?
1: Oh man! Think... Also, the so the Mariana Trench is in between Australia and Japan, which is probably why they don't use it because it probably would hit one or the other. Plus, it's very close to the Mariana Islands, which are basically right above it. So. <laughs>
0: Hmm.
1: I'm assuming that's why they don't crash spacecraft on there.
0: Well, fair enough. What? Okay, question, Rob. Mm-hmm. Say something as big as the space station came hurtling into, you know, through Earth's atmosphere. A lot of it gets burned away, or whatever. Uh what what kind of like what kind of damage would that cause say if that thing hit land
1: it would depend on how much of it is left after burning up the atmosphere
0: i mean what what if there's a sizable like half of it
1: uh I like it. I don't know. It depends on where it hit. Like I mean it gets it could take down a couple buildings maybe. It it's not like a s like a meteor where it's like a solid rock, it's hollow. So oh. it's not gonna like do as much okay damage as like a meteor would.
0: Alright. <clears throat> well that's good. All right. All right. Well this is where we're gonna end the episode. Uh
1: Plus, it's not moving as fast, because yeah, meteors that are in orbit yeah. are going, like, super fast, whereas yeah. this would be slowly floating down through I thought, the atmosphere. I had
0: thought about that after I'd asked you, too. I was like, yeah, this thing's just kind of, like, lobbed oh. into Earth's atmosphere instead of being fucking hurtled into it. Yeah. So, um, Rob, where can people find you on the internet if they want more science facts or, uh, you know, to you know, start an after-school club about how stupid I am about my space
1: giants. (laughs) You can find me on X at confessor underscore X Um, or you can find me on uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash confessor X. Uh,
0: Donnie, where can people find you? Uh,
1: Not on X.
2: Um, At (laughs) <laughs> uh,
0: as always, everybody, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Jax walker all one word. I refuse to call it by X. Uh and on Twitch at DMWebby.
1: If they start making us pay for Twitter, I'm switching to Instagram. So I'm confessor underscore X on Instagram if you want to follow me there. Yeah. <laughs> pay for twitter yeah nope
0: nope i'm good
1: yeah that's uh, what i said i won't i'll be, I'll be. So, thank you everybody Can't for listening
0: my- hope you enjoyed the episode if you're not a fan of one piece or if you haven't watched it go watch it start with the live action show if you want something small to get you you know really motivated into maybe hooked into watching the anime uh and if you have seen the anime but you haven't seen the live action show Fucking do it! What are you waiting? Just do for? it already! Just do it! Fucking peer pressure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's it's worth a shot. It's worth a watch either way, whether you're not gonna you know watch the anime or not. But uh thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Fuck Booster Gold. We love you. Stay safe. Bye What a
2: flashy episode.
0: Ba-da-bow. down ba da bow ba da doo do 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 doo, do